Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You already oh, now, know what it is. Episode 5. It's time for America's favorite sports podcast. What is uh, B doing? Balls. I'm getting ready, bro. Um, how now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? A sports podcast. There okay. we go. <laughs> and my name isn't B. This week, I shall go by the illustrious Launchpad. Launchpad. Name that cartoon. No. Um, moving right. on. Moving right along. <laughs> we'll come right back to that later on in the show. Yeah. How do you people do it out there? What, what do we call these people now? We're Ballaholics. Ballaholics. Sounds like a cursive name. Ballaholics. A cursive? You said it sounds like a cursive name? Yeah, a cursive name. Ballaholics. That's lit. I That's thought ballers, like but we're going with ballaholics. I like ballaholics. 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 Should we do a? You know what? Let's do a poll. Let's do it. Let's take it to a poll. We did do a poll. It's two to one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These guys obviously, obviously didn't get off work just now. They've been oh home brewing it up. Hello, I'm I'm Rennell August, and I'm a member of Troll City USA. Um, I'm all right. I'm here big time. So we're all back in the building. Mm-hmm. Nels. Was really good. What week are you on? I'm good, man. Um, you know my name is Nels, and um, I'm happy to be here. Um, and and I'm happy to be seeing you guys again, man. My week isn't complete without seeing you guys. You know, another week. B, right? How's everything with you? That is not my name. Do not do not refer me as that name. The illustrious Launchpad. Yes, yes, yes. yes, We're not calling him that. (laughs) I'm I'm okay. I'm good. That is this, not this, gonna happen. Uh, that's this, that's a fail. This week has been this week's been uh, better than last week. We lost our game last Friday to a team that ranks fourth in the state, but they're not really good in my words. The team uh, you coach, right? That's what you're yeah, my high school team that I coach. The team we lost to was trash. But believe it or not, these dudes took it upon themselves to wet the field, to level off the playing fields. We have a faster team, a quick team, and this is what their coaching staff was saying. Um, had it been a dry surface, a dry field, we would have beat the brakes off of them. So, I'm good though. Um, the coaches said that mm-hmm. for the other team. Mm-hmm. That's lit. Mm-hmm. Well, I I can't say that I went through the same thing. Um, we're still undefeated, and we had a big yeah yeah in district play yeah a lot of death. We've been in district play. Matter of fact, we played Cooper City on Friday, and that's arguably for the district. Title. What what is your record in the district play? Right now we are two and zero. Yeah, we're two and zero also in district yeah, play. So I'll let your boys. We're here, Buddha. You know, I'm. I've been struggling. You know, my team took another L. Oh. Um, fantasy, fantasy. My fantasy team. Fantasy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> my fantasy oh, team. That I, my fantasy team that I coach. You know, we took another L. So it's. <laughs> it's been hard. You know, what? I've been trying to make moves during free agency stuff, but I can only. Do so much as far as being GM and coach, so it's just been really rough. Tell I mean, Jerry Jones that you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't really. He's defer. not coach too. You don't defer to, to your VP of football operations. So like the Miami Dolphins, you don't defer to him. I mean, naturally, that's what's going to happen. This sounds like a a, a a meeting room for the Miami Dolphins on. Who to play next week? That's all we need, all we need like. is some coach. All we need is some coach, baby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No. Hey, listen. Miami Dolphins. You already, quick. you already know Pepsi ain't going to sponsor them no more. Because we know Coke's their preference. 
Oh no! Real quick, do y'all feel it was okay for him to be able to resign? No, he should have been fired. Fired. That's yeah. trash. That, that is just, absolute trash. But then again, add another L to the Miami Dolphins as an organization. Seriously, but that, how, how, how they handle Dolphins, that? Miami Dolphins. If you're a Miami, Miami Dolphin Dolphins fan. How? I really want to know, how could someone be a Miami Dolphins fan still to this day? How? 1972, bro! That's like being a Cleveland Brown fan. Who else? Who else takes L's behind the tool shed? Um, The Detroit Lions for a little bit. The Detroit Lions. Yeah. And then you have uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yikes! Up until recently. Um... Up until recently, what? I mean, they've they've had some decent draft picks. Oh, we're gonna get to that game. Oh, we're talking about draft picks now. We went from wins and losses to draft picks. That's oh, we're talking about wins and losses. Wins and yeah, losses. Jaguars, 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 Jaguars. Um, so yeah, that's about it. So, I mean, uh, beyond that, <laughs> what was he doing? Sorry, you guys are not here. There with was us. a fly. I was so, I, I was swatting at a fly. I don't know what's wrong with this man. No fly. So, what are we covering today? Cocaine's a hell of a drug. We see. <laughs> so, what are we covering today? Well, we're gonna start with NCAA as always. Um, some interesting games that happened this week. Is there any ones? You're that, an interesting uh, game that happened this week. Yeah. Thanks. You're yeah. welcome. But uh, <laughs> what? Uh, anything caught your eye? I went first last week. Did so you? I feel no, like... you said that last week that you went first last week. So B <laughs> went first. Oh, for real? B went first <laughs> yeah, last week? Bro. Get yeah, bro. out of town. I'm back. I, yeah, I see. <laughs> I must have been out of town. My apologies. You know what? You I want to go first. You were at a How wedding this weekend. First? I got something I want to say before you guys discuss games. Oh, he was out goodness. of town, though. You were at a wedding this weekend. I was something. at a wedding. Listen. Before you do that, shout okay. out to our frat brother, Will and Dear Juice, on, on his uh, wedding to the... Yeah, it's a beautiful Wonderful, wedding. Wonderful uh, Marjorie Eldira, now Marjorie Jujus. Beautiful wedding. Beautiful reception. It was it was great. Yeah, one time for the frat Wi-Fi. Oh my god, I'm done. All right, so one thing mm-hmm. that three bars I wanted to mention before you guys get into the games was I'm kind of fascinated that there are three Florida teams in the top 25, and neither of them are UF or FSU. And that's crazy. So I was wondering because you got Miami 4 0 at number 11, Mm, USF 5 0 at number 18, Mm. and UCF at 4 0 at number 22. Now, do you guys think this is just like an odd season or is this maybe a power shift? I mean, the power shift should have happened a long time ago. Um, USF didn't stick with the strategy that that was going to win them games as they did before. They low key went back to it when they got um, Charlie Strong. Strong. Shout out to the frat. Um, Wi-Fi. I mean, beyond that, they they should have been up there. I, I don't know why any Florida team at all um, that that is not FAU or FIU or Kaiser or FGCU when they get a football team isn't ranked. I feel like with the talent that is in this state, just stay home. Florida State, UF, UCF, USF. Should always be ranked. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I forgot to mention UNF, who has a football team now. Yes, so, UNF does have a football team. I do need to mention that. I just feel like there's too much talent to go around. It just doesn't. It doesn't add up to me as to why we're now talking about USF or UCF. As a matter of fact, and to be honest with you, they have great teams. I feel like you put them in the why any other conference not named the SEC. 
I think they play just as good. But it goes, in my opinion. it goes to show what you're saying is right. Just rope off your backyard and, and handle your recruiting home. And I think that's what these teams are doing. And what you're seeing now that Florida State is struggling with that they didn't struggle with for the last seven years is why they beat Miami is that they were able to get those Miami kids to Tallahassee. Now, since Mark Rick is over there in, um, in um, Coral Gables, it's not that easy for a good old Jimbo Come down here and snatch he's a guy. Going, he's not going to. He's not going to the Glades either. FSU owns the Glades, and they didn't really get much talent from the Glades either. A lot of them boys ended up going to USF. A lot of them. So now it's just it. It's it seemingly seems to look like it's going back to the way it used to be. But then I can't say that because the emergence of USF and UCF is something to be looked forward to because these are. Uh, Places where kids are going to look to go to because these are Division One schools. You know, these South Florida kids, all we ever talk about down here is Division One ball. And USF and UCF is matching the hype now. You know, the, the whole thing about looking the part. I mm-hmm. mean, UCF's got tons of jerseys, tons shout, of helmets. Shout out to Scott Frost. That, he, was the, he was the head guy over there at UCF, but he was the offensive coordinator before that at Oregon. Right. And and it shows. And USF got tons of uniforms. Yeah, tons but of you know Charlie Strong. Think about Charlie Strong what he did at Louisville. He he made Louisville like a place where kids were going to go. Remember, he, Louisville got hot because Charlie Strong was there and he was recruiting where Miami kids. Yeah, well, he I mean, brought we knew he, that. he brought Teddy, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater who was from uh, Miami Northwestern, and then he brought basically his whole team up there. So. He was just getting my those Miami bred kids Lamar's just to the, run it. Lamar, yeah. Lamar is his recruit. Yeah, Lamar's so, a kid from down here. Lamar ultimately went to Louisville because of Charlie Strong. So, yeah, that was a good question to start with. Yeah. Um, which goes perfectly into what I was going to say. I just wanted to make a mention. Darkwing Duck. And to shout out that uh, last week, my quick hits hit. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I had I called UM over FSU, mm-hmm. and I also called NC State over Louisville. Indeed, you did. Oh, you almost called a third, by the way, because I went back and listened to the tape, and you said that Iowa State would put up a strong fight against Oklahoma, and we laughed at you. But you, I mean, you ultimately picked Oklahoma to win. But you said they were going to put up a strong fight, but I didn't see it. But yeah, they did. They listen. They won. Here's the thing. The thing <laughs> about. Saw- the thing about it is, is that I like looking at schemes and I like looking at coaches. Schematics. To go ahead that's, that's really what I like. And the reason why I knew Iowa State was going to give Oklahoma a lot of issues is because that defense is tailor fit to give them fits. The thing about Oklahoma is, you know, Oklahoma is going to give you points. You just got to have a defense fast enough and have the endurance enough to go into the fourth quarter, giving you a tie game. Iowa State also has the offense. Because, I mean, it's a Big 12 school, if I'm not mistaken, right? And we know Big 12 is about offense. We're going to come and we're going to put points on the board. If I'm, so, if I'm correct, it was their backup quarterback, too. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, too, that we, we kind of tend to overlook. And this is why I feel like the, the, the playoff system, albeit flawed, works. is because it takes into account conference play. It does. I, I don't take into account who you play in the beginning of the season to get your points. You could lose 
against any big time team that you want, but you're really going to see how strong a team is in conference play. Realize that Alabama, their points is starting to drop dramatically. And it's not because Alabama is a bad team. They're not a bad team at all. It's just you're in conference play now. You're playing against teams that saw you last year. And you're playing against teams that literally made changes to beat you this right. year, especially if you're the champ. We're, we're, we're tailoring our teams to just beat you. Because we know if we beat you, we can beat everybody else. Ooh, speaking of which, the ACC title game is looking <clears throat> real good. Miami versus Clemson. I want that to happen. Miami Clemson is a game. Um, I need that one. Move. I also feel like does NC State play Miami? No. You 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 guys are you guys are missing a lot of bullets here in the chamber because NC State is a team that would have gave y'all fits. They would have gave y'all fits. That's a game that if I would have seen it, that's probably the only team outside of Clemson in the ACC that I would confidently go against UM for. Um, Virginia Tech is another one. However, I don't got, feel like Virginia since, Tech mm. can put up points to keep up with Miami. <clears throat> not, I feel, I feel uh, like the defense is there for sure. To not, I'm not discrediting Virginia Tech at all, but I feel uh, like Miami does play Virginia Tech in a few weeks. Yeah. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah, I, I we always that. is it is that. it is in Blacksburg or is it Miami? Um, it is. It's in Miami. Oh, so that's good because. Virginia Tech, ever since they got punched in the mouth by Clemson, they haven't been that same team that they start. They opened up the season. The swagger with. is gone. Yeah, that, the punch, swagger is that gone. punch was big. Yeah, so, I mean, again, like I said, coaches and schemes. And, like, NC State has a rejuvenated coach. They have a coach that's on top of his game. And I, t- I remember saying this last week, NC State has a defense very similar to Clemson's. They do a lot of different blitz packages. But the funny thing about their blitz packages is that it's very standard. It just looks exotic. Where they're sending five, what you don't realize is that it's not four it's not four defensive linemen and a linebacker. Instead, it's five defensive linemen. It just so happens that that defensive lineman can move like a linebacker. So now you got somebody with D-line strength, linebacker speed, coming after Lamar consistently. This is a bad. Um, it's just, it's just going to end bad. About um, I don't know how hard it is to win, um, in Miami, but the there's seven games left. Five of them are at the U. Ooh, that's beautiful for Miami. Miami, Miami. As a, as a young team, that's beautiful. Miami controls their own destiny at this point. Mm-hmm. This is what you want to be for Miami. To, be, to win against Florida State is a good momentum boost for the remainder of the season because now you now you rolling into the teeth of your conference play. Uh, you got, you got, yeah, very confident. You got Georgia Tech, um, followed by Syracuse. Syracuse, which is those to be the two wins. Syracuse can be a trap game. Yeah, I don't think that this year. Um, but then follow after Syracuse would be North Carolina, which is very down this year. They're very yeah. bad. They're not. They're not the same target. They're no. very bad. Then you have uh, Virginia Tech, right? So and Notre Dame right after that. Those those see those two games right there. Uh, where, oh, and then Virginia. Virginia is, is a dicey one. Virginia is a dicey one. That's in Virginia? Nope, in the U. Okay, well, that's a good thing for Miami. Yeah, Virginia Tech, Notre Dame, Virginia, all in the U. Well, that's great for Miami because that Vitek and Notre Dame, that's that's where it gets rolled, it gets tricky. Notre Dame is a hard team to beat. But they're playing on the road, though. <clears throat> they're not a bad road team, are they? 
I don't, I don't follow him this year. I don't. I don't. Not like a Brian Kelly fan. Team. Well, they're five and one. They're doing well. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, right, they right now they're number well. sixteen. But how so, are they playing at home though? I know they're just humiliated in North Carolina, but that ain't saying much because North Carolina don't got nothing. North Carolina's been looking pretty hurt. Um, but yeah, I just I just wanted to make make a mention to you guys that my quick hits hit nails with the hard nails facts. I have more for y'all. I just I'm just waiting for my moment. I'm on my DJ drama right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what game do I want to go ahead and cover real quick? Well, I'd like to cover that Florida State Miami game because you know that game matters to me. I'd like to say we're back to. Well, when I don't, don't, even, don't I, do I don't even have to don't, say we're back. You know why I'm going to say? Give, don't give yourself. That. We've always led this series, and we just put ourselves. A couple games ahead of you guys in the series. We've always, you guys never led the series. We've always led the series. So even with the past seven years, we've always led the well, series. We, but we knew that my, this was a this was a series that Miami dominated, and and that's fine. Just the the fact of the matter is is that Miami hit a slump, and and that's that's just that's just the facts of the matter. Whether it be because of coaching philosophy or the the leadership of the university itself, University of Miami has not been the University of Miami, and it's coming back, but it's not fully back. The it's not, it's not fully back there yet. Is because I remember when people used to be like, "Oh, the University of Miami's playing." Even people who don't like the University of Miami would sit there and be like, "I'm watch that game." You know what I found funny <laughs> on social media after this game? A lot of Florida State fans saying, "Oh." Miami Hurricanes fans are happy that they beat a bad Florida State team. Well, it's not a bad Florida it's State the, team. It, it was the same thing with Florida State was beating Miami of those Al Golden teams. Those weren't good Miami teams. Though, so what's the what's the counter? We've yet we've yet to have two really good. It's been a long, long time since we've had a really good University of Miami team play a really good Florida State team. Now, what I will say is this was a really good University of Miami team. However, this was a good Florida State team. Now, the way that this could have been a really good Florida State team is if Francis. you have Francois. Francois. But I feel like if black men had more time, then the team's going to be just as good. He's a better passer. That's that's for sure. He's mm-hmm. a better thrower of the ball than Francois. Francois is just, to me, a better athlete. And he's capable of taking a hit. Francois, to me, right now is better than Blackman because he knows how to read defenses. There's one particular time Miami was running quarters and Blackman threw an arid pass and Jimbo turned into him about, you can't throw that pass in, in the quarters. Francois knows the difference. He's been through it already. Experience. Yeah. So, that's what's, that. What's your game? That was your game? What, my game? Um... I mean, for the most part, the only other game that really caught my attention, which was a barn burner from the beginning, well, not really in the beginning, it picked up in the second half, really, was TCU versus West Virginia. That was a really good game. That's your typical Big 12 game. Yep. Um, a lot of points, 31-24, good action. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure we're going to cover that because that's, that's, that's one of the uh, main games that mm-hmm. we were looking into. I liked that game. I liked Iowa State against Oklahoma. I mean, I, I told you guys about that game. I knew that they were going to come ready to play. Um, Clemson we... against Wake Forest. Oh. I was a little shocked. 
Um, Clemson, they've made their first mistake of the season. That mistake being they've kind of exposed themselves and showed their weaknesses with this Wake Forest team. Um, Wake Forest gave them a bit of a struggle in the fourth. They went into the fourth up 21-0. Wake Forest put up 14. And it wasn't garbage 14. It was it was 14 like if you give us another quarter, then we, we could have scored in, in, inside this game. Um, I feel as if, albeit that Clemson has an undefeated record, if I'm uh, Dabo Sweeney, Dabo, boom, I am looking to find improvements with my team going into the final stretch. Because you don't want to be in the final games and... You're still trying to figure out what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And Kelly Bryant got hurt. That's major. They got a five-star behind him, so I think they got two of them behind him. They have two of them, but... They're not worried about it. I mean, he definitely did go five for five. Um, me, Hunter, me, Hunter Johnson. Mm-hmm. That was his name, Hunter Johnson. Let me get to my... Let, let's get to our mediator. Who leads the... Who closed out that week, the weekend in college football on top? Oh, so we're moving to the picks? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, transitioning to the picks, this past week, um, B, once again. Hey. Did uh, you do it on purpose? Just out here, man. That's ridiculous. It was, You know what game it was? That Michigan-Michigan State I told you guys about. Uh, well, we both went Michigan State on that one. I know you're a smart man. Yeah. Uh, B went 9-1. and one. Ow! Only to the Louis- the Louisville game? No. The Iowa State Oklahoma game. Ah, that's an L. And uh, Nels and I both went eight and two. So as of right now, the overall rankings B is up top at thirty one mm-hmm. and five. Come on with it, baby. Uh, followed by Nels twenty nine and seven, and then I am at twenty eight and eight. Mm-hmm. So still still close. Las Vegas need to highlight me, man. I'm taking bids. <laughs> So, moving into the picks for this week, uh, for the number 10, we got uh, number 10, Auburn at LSU. Ew. At LSU? Mm-hmm. Auburn 5-1, and one, LSU 4-2. and two. I feel like something's going to happen. I feel like something's going to happen. I'm going Auburn. I'm also going Auburn. I just, I just. <sighs> LSU can't throw the ball to save their life. LSU is just inconsistent on on all on both sides of the ball on all levels of the field they right now. They should have never fired Les Miles. They have no structure whatsoever. Yeah, it just it shows. It looks terrible. Well, LSU is going to win this game, so it's all good. Oh, bro. It's a team we're cheering for this year, so. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Seeing as they're not in the, in the top ten, I'm not going to have any opportunities to pick them, so <laughs> I'll take this one. I'll take that one. Uh... We got number nine, Ohio State at Nebraska. Ohio State. O State. O State. O H I O. I hate that saying. We got number <laughs> we got number eight, Washington State at Cal. It's mm. Washington State. I'm going I'm gonna go with Mike Leach in the um Wazoo. Mm. You're gonna go with what? Washington, Washington State in the Cougars. Oh, okay. This game could be a good one. But I'm I'm also gonna go Washington State. It's versus Cal. It's, you you told me Arizona. I said a different story. Yeah, you see that quarterback for Arizona? 
14 rushes, 327 yards, new FC. Is it FCS or FBS? FBS. FBS. is football bowl subdivision. I hate that. And then FCS is football I'm championship I'm old school. I'm going to say D1 record. Jeez Louise. We got uh, Purdue at Purdue. number seven, Wisconsin. 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 I can get you a mansion. Where? Somewhere up in Wisconsin. 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 <laughs> it will always rhyme, no T-Pain matter what you tell me. Why? I'm going for Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, T-Pain's friends just didn't, I don't know. So moving right along, we got number six, TCU at Kansas State. Ooh. TCU five and zero, Kansas State three and two. I'm 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 not gonna pick them, but I will throw this out for my upset alert. Dan Snyder is normally get one. Yeah, I'm, he's I'm, built to get one. I'm 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 putting that as my upset uh, alert, but I think I'm gonna go TCU uh, on this uh, one. I like TCU. I'm gonna go with them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, going go with the horn fogs, but I feel like going Kenny with Hill, Kenny Hill's playing amazing football right now. But I feel like going with so, Dan Snyder and those guys. We're gonna play keep away in that spread option. So what do you want to do, B? I'm going I'm going to the Horn Frogs, TCU. Okay. okay. Texas Christian. We got number five, Washington at Arizona State. Washington. Washington. Arizona State. Okay. Really? Really. Okay. Go with it, bro. It's a good pick. It's a good it's pick. It's at Arizona State? Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Sun Devil Stadium? All right. Well, that's that's. that's what's so, what's, what's the record? Two and three. Two and three. And Washington's what? Six, Six and zero. Oh. Ah. Nope. You already nope, picked it. Too it's late. Done. Locked. It's locked. All but, right. I mean, but we're we're saying that. But honestly, Arizona State could pull this victory. It's off. locked. It's locked. Oh man, Las Vegas. That's why I said, "Are you sure?" Put everything on bread, Las Vegas. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, next we got Missouri at number four, Georgia. I like man, Georgia. Listen. I've, I'm never turning my back on Georgia again. Unless Yo, they are Alabama. playing great. Learned my lesson. This is that freshman quarterback. Shush, uh, shush, the, the the freshman they had last year, Eason. You think he's butt? He's not going. He's not going to win his job back. Georgia. Uga. Gotcha. Uh, Penn State number three. They're on a bye this week. Shout out to my boys. So we got uh, number two, Clemson at Syracuse. Trap game. I'm going Clemson though. Trap game. This I'm going Clemson is that, is that as well. Syracuse? I'm going Clips another way it is. Is that Syracuse? That's why I said Trap Game. Trap Game. And then finally, we got Arkansas at number one, Alabama. Alabama. Somebody wake me up when Alabama plays in the SEC title The reason why I tell you Trap Game is because we didn't think Wake Forest was going to be a Trap Game either. And even though technically, quote-unquote, it wasn't a Trap Game, it was definitely an expose. What? Which one? From Florida State? For Clemson. Or the Wake Forest, oh, okay. Yeah, for Clemson. Wake Forest, I said. Wake Forest is, is kind of out here. Just putting people's pants down, man. It's kind of out here. Do you mind if I give you guys my quick hits before we transition? Here they before, are. Before you go into the quick hits, I just want to say, I feel like Alabama has a really easy remaining schedule. But they always they get They always blessed. do. Is that, is that how that usually? That's Bama. Well, like their schedule is really easy. They're the New England Patriots of college football. I mean, same they, coaching tree, so that's natural. That's that's they that's get, to be. Nick Saban gets blessed with what he wants. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead um, with your quick hits. Quick hits. Before I go into the games to watch, I wanted to mention Malik Rozier. 1,074 pass yards, 11 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. Safe to say Miami's got their guy. It's two weeks say it, say it again. 1,074 
passing yards, 11 touchdowns, three interceptions. Ooh. Wanted to put that out there. Secondly, FSU is 1-3 for the first time since 1976. Jeez. Just wanted to put that out there. Also, um, Michigan, huge disappointment. If I'm a booster, I'm going to be upset, and I will explain why. Jim Harbaugh right now, as of right now, let me ask y'all a question. If you are Fire the coach of... Bit. If you are the coach of the University of Michigan, what are the two teams that you feel like you should always beat? Michigan, Michigan State, State, Ohio State. Okay. What do you think Jim Harbaugh's record is against Michigan State and Ohio oh, State? Four. One for four. And that's nice. one because you beat Michigan State. Last, no, no. Two years ago. Two years ago. I'm going to take a look and make sure for sure. Yeah. One for four. One and four against Michigan State and Ohio State. Guess how? Guess what his record is against every other team in the Big Ten? He's been monstering them. Thirteen and one, Jeez. but his one loss coming to Iowa in 2016. Damn! You remember? So you remember the game? 2016, they lost to Iowa. However, they beat Michigan State, but lost to Ohio State. So I don't think they beat Ohio State yet. You remember the game in which they were playing Michigan State, and they had game one. They ran at the clock. All they had to do was punt the ball, and they messed up the punt. Punter loses the ball. That's Michigan that. That's States that rugby. That's that rugby. Picks it up, runs in the end zone. Game, game over. So right now, Mark D'Antonio looks like the man because he's he's got a great record. I'm always surprised why this man <laughs> never gets a job somewhere else. He does a damn good job at Michigan State. I don't think Michigan State will let him go. He probably well. Then again, you know what? If I'm getting paid like that, I'm not leaving no way. So, a couple of games to watch: Georgia Tech, University of Miami. Um, this is going to be one of the very few times that Miami's front seven is going to be tested. I'm going to say and this, There's a triple option. I'm going to say, because Miami of old traditionally has shut down Georgia Tech running the 4-3 scheme. Manny Diaz is one of those guys who gets too exotic at times. That's my guy. And I talk to Manny every time I get a chance to. But I think he keeps it basic this week. He wins this game easily. But if he does that over-exotic stuff, and it could become a football game that when it doesn't need to be. I also got Oklahoma versus Texas, Red River Shootout. Red River Shootout. Um, Texas has the best defense <laughs> in the Big 12. They right do. Now. They so, really do. Statistically, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm bringing that up. So this Oklahoma's could be kind of in a funk. So this could be fun. I, I kind of have my money on Texas on this one. Um, I have Baylor against Oklahoma State, even though Baylor's 0 and 5. Baylor's not a weak 0 and 5 team at all. Oklahoma State could get caught slipping. Last but not least, Utah versus USC. Utah's four and one right now, going into uh, going into SC to play, and uh, I, I just think that Utah is going to play them up front, and uh, I think that's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's it for my quick hits. That's USF it, plays Cincinnati. And UCF plays East Carolina. Go ahead and segue you to over to the player of the week, man. Player of the week in your eyes. Shaquan Barkley. At it again, man. He loves this guy. He really does. Man, listen. He loves this guy, bro. At 5'11", 230 pounds, you shouldn't do what he does. He moves like he's Darren Sproul's size. He does. That I, dude I does, that. man. Can we give him the Heisman already? Because I don't want to see anybody called up. Speaking of Heisman, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I graduate Louisville. And I try to attend somewhere else for my fifth year. I think you do that. Go to the Florida State or the Miamis or 
Hell, at this point, go to Alabama. Go win your national championship, son. That would definitely change the game. Um, I'm going to say my player of the week is the quarterback for Texas Christian University. Kenny, Kenny Hill. Kenny, Kenny Football. Kenny Football, as they refer to him. He caught a touchdown pass and oh. ran for a touchdown. He had he went he, 15 for 28 he, with 188 yards with 28 rushing yards and 48 receiving yards. Hey, Kenny Hill, have your day. Have you a day? He had three have touchdowns. A, have he a day. Threw, he caught. He ran. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Kenny Hill for hey, that, man. Hey, you want to have a day? Have a day. Is, is a that day. a candy bar? Payday. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the main event, it's time for NFL. Oh, we're moving to NFL. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are we moving to the N? Oh, God. F L. I don't know why you guys are so extra with this all the time. The N A F A. Okay. L A. That's enough. Pin A. The Gen A. Gen A. The Niffle. The Niffle. The Niffle is. You guys make this really hard to talk about. We love Niffle. All right. That'd be a great show. So. Recapping some of Whammy. this past weekend's games. Whammy. Whammy. Oh, look at who's... <laughs> I love look who's, look at who's tied in now. Right. All right. So, we'll start with Thursday Night Football, where the Patriots held on to beat the Buccaneers 19-14. to 14. Hey, wait. Say that score one more time. 19-14? <laughs> I got hella points for um, starting uh, um, Deshaun Jackson. Fantasy. I will say the, the the Patriots survived that game. Yeah. Okay. There's no survival. Oh, come on. They got Dude. lucky. They got lucky. Patriots got lucky. The score of that game, the score of that game should have been 21. No, no, 2019. No, more than 2019. What am I saying? It should have been 2319. The kicker missed three field goals. Yep. He Patriots played over. horrendous football. Let's not sit here and say they survived. When you survive, that means that you did your part to win. No, 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 no. You hey, didn't hey, do your part to win. I will survive. Bump that. That was a survival. That was luck. Hey, and okay, now I'm the back defense looked atrocious. From out of space. The only issue that happened is that Don't the Buccaneers around, offense hasn't shown the capabilities to score with that look upon your face inside the red zone. That's the only issue that, that, that the Bucks have right now, or else the Bucks would have a better record. I should have changed those locks. Um, Doug Martin had a good first game back Doug since Mar- this is suspension. Doug, was, what was it, PEDs? Was he no, hanging he out was, with Miami uh, Dolphins? That why he, no, coach? Wait, is that why he was suspended? Wasn't it, I thought uh, it was something. Too much coke? No. Um, it doesn't have a pass to he, he took something. Yeah, well, he was, yeah, he was suspended for the first four games of the season, so he came back this week. Uh, 13 carries, 74 yards, a touchdown. Um, not too bad for his first game, like, especially because people didn't think he was going to be able to play like he used to. Unfortunately, he did, he did violate the performance enhancement yeah. drug policy. Unfortunately, yes. he will never get back. Let me say that. I'm sorry. I don't think he will get back to his fantasy football number of days. I don't think he will. Right. Niffle. No, but it was a good game. Um, it was okay. I was hoping the Bucks were going to pull it out there, but it's hey, all good. you watch, you watch your mouth, <laughs> you watch your mouth. Moving right along to Sunday, 
Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, where the Raiders took another beating to the Ravens. Bro. Like we all saw coming. Take this L. 30-17. Uh, to 17. Now, Coach uh, Jack Del Rio said it best that, you know, when your team is down 14 nothing before the fans even get into their seats, it's, you know, hard to win a football game when that's how you start. Within the first five minutes of the football game, we were down 14 nothing. I mean, they scored on the opening drive, and then our first drive, they recovered a fumble, returned it for a touchdown, and we were fighting uphill from there. You know, EJ Manuel, he didn't have a bad game for a backup. He went 13 for 26, 159 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that's, that's not that bad. Yeah, it's not a bad game, but it's just, I mean, offensive struggles still... Running game still couldn't get going. Defense. defense. Like, you guys let Mike Khalil Wallace. Khalil Mack is the only person working on defense. They let Mike Wallace get three receptions for 133 yards. I'm not cut that guy. Damn it. Um, I mean, we, we do have injuries in our secondary, which is hurting us. Uh, we did just uh, sign a player today, actually. Um... From the Jaguars, he played for the Jaguars. Is that is that you really want to talk about a guy you guys signed from the Jaguars? Is he going to change the course well, of the locker room? Their secondary has been good for like a while. So you think you think this is it? This is what's going to turn no, your season around? No, I'm just saying but we don't have, when we don't have anybody to play corner, we need somebody. The, the Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguar acquire is going to change. The infrastructure of the Oakland Raiders. I don't know who's saying that. I didn't say that. Those words never came out of my mouth. Uh, I didn't even apply that. Shout out to Jacksonville for trying to save y'all season. <laughs> Troll. We're live in action. Hey, welcome to Troll City USA, bro. Mm-hmm. We're real survive. Here, take this cap. Don't worry. We're going to get to the Cowboys in a few. No, indeed. <laughs> All right. So, um, when both of y'all teams lose, <laughs> hey, you still got two teams ahead of you in your division. I don't care. <laughs> My team won. Squat. We'll make it out. Worst come to worst would be wild card. It's worst fun. come to worst, my people, they come first. Dilated peoples. All right. I don't have much to say that about I this. I can game. live my life. Mm, or the worst come to worst is the name of the song. But let's, 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 let's get back onto the. Darkwing Duck episode of uh, The Raiders. I have nothing else to say about the game. You guys were talking. Yeah, we we were trying to fill in for the Raiders time. We have three more seconds left. Oh no. Who's next, man? Cowboys. Did those Bengals win? Uh the Bengals actually did win. They beat the Bills, which we all picked the Bills. Mm-hmm. But, they, um, the Bengals won last week, too, against the Browns when we all picked the Browns. No, I really do think they're turning a corner, though. I think yeah, they're, I think, start, they're starting I, to get it. I got to think. Bengals? Yeah. Yeah. Their defense, their defense is keeping them in it. And is Vontez Burfick back? I think he comes back this week. He well, might have come back this past week, but I think he's definitely... Vontez sure Burfick is a big reason. Um, I mean, to be honest, to be honest... The defense has not been bad at all. They're second all across the board in points, yeah, yards allowed, especially pass yards allowed. And they're in the top 15 for rush yards allowed. 
So it's just been waiting on the offense to do what they got to do to get now it together. The offense, Andy Dalton. Andrew Dalton. That dude's whack. Correct. Because, I mean... Love him as a person, probably, but as a, as a quarterback, as a QB1 in the NFL... I mean, you're... It's just crazy because... I think he suffers from Tony Romo syndrome. On defense, you're, good allow, you're allowing 16 points per game on defense. But then on offense, you're scoring 16 points per game. Mm. 16.8, 16.6. You ain't winning no games. You're just breaking even. It just is what it is. I got a question for you guys, but I'm going to wait until we finish. Well, who you got next? Next, we're going to talk about Green Bay Dallas. Um, Listen, peace. Aaron Rodgers is out here just breaking stars. Breaking stars. Um, Max is broken. There's something that that you were supposed to do this week. What was it? What was it? Oh, yeah. You're going to crown Aaron Rodgers. I did crown to him. To be the GOAT. I didn't crown him as the GOAT. No. I said, I'm gonna, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I have the quote because I went back and listened. Ladies and gentlemen, what boys and say? girls, you are about to witness <coughs> a grade oh. A, grade A reference moment by Buddha. Last week on Balls, a sports podcast, Nell said, and I quote, <clears throat> if Aaron Rodgers... Pulls this off, I'm going to crown him, period, point blank. And then I said, the GOAT? Nels responded, I'm going to crown him, bro. I'm going to have to. I never I never said, I never mentioned the GOAT thing. You did. Now, also. I said the GOAT. I went further. If you said no, you would have said no. I went further to saying that he's not going to have a Devontae Adams or a Cobb. I did mention that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I went back and listened to it. You yeah, did. Okay. Drew, go back and listen, bro. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, we can crown, we can crown him the GOAT. There's no I we. Mean, oh, there's no we. It's fine. I've already crowned him the GOAT. It's you, I've been sir. crowned him the GOAT. He can be crowned that. I'm not arguing he, it. Can he be crowned that? Or are you going to give it to him off what you said, sir? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Off of what I said, I can give it to him. He doesn't earn it? you giving it to him like that? He earned that. A Tom Brady fan will never. I can't do give that. Why? Wow, what can't you? He because he doesn't. He only has one ring. Oh, I didn't think we were basing this whole crowning him off the ring. I I have to. If Aaron Rodgers can win me, if not win me, if Aaron Rodgers can win another Super Bowl, there's there's a difference between. Hold up, Buddha. The, the, there's an asterisk by his statement. No, Nels, Nels P is a avid. New England Patriots fans. I am. No, I'm, but I'm glad we're talking about this because Aaron Rodgers, every time he wins, he's doing it by himself. That man is making them win. He has these slowest receivers. He is not the sole reason the Patriots have won all these rings. Absolutely not. But, again, the, oh, thing, about it is, the thing about it is, and I, we've had this conversation, when we say who's the best quarterback in the NFL, I never say Tom Brady. Okay. Who do I say? Gandalf Aaron Gray. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but, okay, so who would you say the, the GOAT is? Gandalf Gray. I would give it to Aaron Rodgers. I just I just said that. But then you said you couldn't say that because he doesn't have the rings. Due to the rings. Yeah, that's like retorting your, you're retracting your statement because of why. Because my whole thing is. I like, okay, when it, comes to, when it comes to me, no, 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 no. 
Because if Tom Brady didn't have five, then I would still give it to Joe Montana. I would put Joe Montana over Aaron Rodgers. Joe Montana isn't the unexplicable reason why he has, what, three rings, four rings? I don't think you can just because the talent back then wasn't the same as it is now. We can't do that either. That's not fair. Because then if that's the case, then, you know, in other sports, then we can only talk about the now. That's not fair that they played in a time where the talent wasn't the same. They played when they played. It is what it is. But what I'm what mm. I'm coming to is... I have feelings about that. We can talk about that another time, though. Another time. My whole feeling to it is is that Aaron Rodgers has been to two Super Bowls. Won one, lost one. Has he done it by himself? For the most part, yes. Yes, he has. The year that he won it, we have to admit that that defense was pretty dang good. Let's just let's just give it that. So, as far as that offense, as far as that game against Dallas, I watched that game and I was like, "Yo, this is another reason why I'm putting Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady as best quarterback in the league." And to be real with you, I will put Matt Ryan over Tom Brady no, as he's best tripping quarterback now. in the league. No, I'm not tripping. I, yeah. I like I'm, not, I'm not tripping. I'm gonna disagree with you on that. I'm not tripping. <laughs> Because as much as I hate Tom Brady, I would I, I wouldn't put You're the same guy who doesn't want to give Alex Smith his props. Oh, we're gonna get to yeah. that. Oh okay, we're gonna get to that. That's fine. That's cute. Segway, you know, no, no, because we're still on we're no, because we haven't gotten off your team yet. We're still on uh I'm just setting up Cowboys house. the Cowboys I don't know what happened. Y'all gave up twenty points in the fourth quarter. You called it last week. When you said Aaron Rodgers like Houdini, <laughs> he may he somehow makes it happen every time we too much time on it. You, what was I think he's what seven and one against y'all, right? All time or something like that. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like seven and one against the Cowboys. I tell you, I tell you like this: if you guys are watching the game, you saw when they got the first down. Um, we got when, when Dallas got the first down in the red zone. Our first initial thought was to after giving the ball to Zeke when the clock was running, Carl Hackens tried to throw a fade to Des Bryant. Why? Because Green Bay at this point only has one timeout. If you do the smart thing and just wait it out and run the ball again, you force them to call the timeout. And this, the clock runs. Hey, speaking of clock running, let me tell you why it was, it was crazy how Dallas cost themselves the game. And there's no reason that they should have lost the game. Um, in the fourth quarter, Green Bay had a total of 2 minutes and 16 seconds total time of possession in the entire fourth quarter. And in that two minutes and 16 seconds, they scored 20 points. Well, there it is right there. I mean, granted, one of those was a pick six. Mm-hmm. But still, two minutes and 16 seconds. And you want to know how we lost the game? There it is right there. Yeah, also, like this. <clears throat> excuse me. Also, Aaron Rodgers had run help this week. Jones Jones rushed for 125 yards on 19 carries yeah. and gave him a touchdown. It's not hard to run for 100 yards when you play when you play Aaron Rodgers. Cause so you, then, how come he hasn't had it all season? Because the, the Green Bay doesn't care about their backfield. Have you never seen the NFL teams who care? A lot of the New York Giants. Name somebody in the backfield. I'll wait. Gallman. Well, I think well, I think a struggle for them too is their offensive line is not that great. But truth be told, they're more of a uh, reliable on the heavy on the pass side, so they don't care who's in the backfield. It's the reason why Ty Montgomery, 
who is a receiver, right. moves to running back all of a sudden midseason and he plays running back at the time. They don't care. They got hurt too. They, yeah, they just they just I'll sticking somebody you, there because they, they care you, about the pass. I'm tired of you asking me to name somebody, then I name somebody and you ignore me and you bypass it. <laughs> I need props. When I name something that you're telling me to name, Wait, I need my props. Who did you name last week that he did not see? Eric Crouch. You weren't ready for it. Every I'm going time to always bypass to No, bro. I'm like, always going to no. bypass. Past Nell's little factoids. <laughs> you can't do that. You see, I say, say Gallman. This guy's Gallman got more than 15 carries on the season. He has 19 for 125 yards on the season. Yeah, boy, stop. He does. You can't bypass that. We can I bypassed all of it. Moving along, <laughs> sir. <laughs> All right. Can I get props from you at least? For what? For it's just factoid. naming these things? Huh? He, for naming these he things wants, since he doesn't want to give he it wants, to He wants props for yeah, his factoid. I'm always surprised when it, when you just come, when you ride are out you, with it. Yeah. Are you? Thank you. I am. I called, I said it last week when he said that. I was like, dang, that was quick. That was, <laughs> that was right there. Two, he wasn't expecting it. All right. I'm, I'm, since he wanted to hit factoids, I'm hitting him with a factoid too. Two times for the um the Palm Beach kid Travis Rudolph, aka the floor, the former Florida State receiver, just got activated to the Giants roster. He did. Practice. He did get he did get get activated. That's mm-hmm. a good one. That's a big that's a big look. The Cardinal Newman graduate. Um, anything else on this particular game? No. Or can we move it along, please? You got to give Zeke his props. Finally got over hundred yards. They finally gave him the ball. He had twenty nine attempts though, which is crazy. But that's what, but that, that's, that's what, what the type of back, the type of back he is. Give him the ball. Jason Witten can't keep being y'all leading receiver. Last that was the last thing. But it can't it can't happen. Eight receptions for sixty one yards. That can't that, that can't happen. In that Prescott offense, yes, it can because that's the safest throw for him. You don't want him to try to force it to to uh, Dez. Has Dez had a hundred yard game yet? Are we still worried about a Dez Bryant who's been bismal the last two years in the NFL? That's crazy. You all at me, man. I'm a Cowboys fan. I can tell you about. I can tell you about Dez. That's my guy. But Dez, you said it yourself though at the beginning of the year. It's great for Dez to take a back seat role in this offense because now the offense could get more acclimated everywhere, anywhere. This is true. He has the man hasn't had a thousand yard season since 2014. Come on, man. And that's crazy. How much touchdowns did he have then? Um, That's a good question, Broski. Is uh, sixteen. Sixteen. That's Tony Romo. That's Tony Romo year, and that's Tony Romo forcing the ball to him. Touchdowns. That's that, what he scored every game, pretty Yo, much. Oh, that's crazy. But th- his but, numbers from twelve to fourteen is bananas. But you gotta understand, that's them forcing the ball to Dez. That's Truth. the difference. And and Zeke was in the, Zeke was not in the backfield. That's crazy, son. Remember those are the times when 80, Tony Romo would have forty five attempts in the ninety three receptions, one thousand two hundred thirty three yards. Jeez. You know, it's not hearing me right and now. Thirteen people. touchdowns. she's not listening to me. I'm listening to you, but it's just like I'm still like amazed we, by these numbers. We we didn't have anybody in the backfield, so Tony Romo had the fifty attempt games. This is true. I remember that two two years ago we had played the Broncos. He had fifty five yeah, attempts. He did have fifty five. That game was 55 amazing. Fifty five attempts. Though. That game was absolutely amazing. That's horrible to me as a defensive coordinator. I think that's horrible. Buddha. All right, Sunday night football. Kansas City Chiefs played the Houston Texans. Great game. It was a good game. Um, Deshaun Watson had another awesome game. Uh, Sixteen for thirty one, two hundred sixty one yards, five touchdowns. Ooh. Um, 
I don't like that 16 for 31, but I'll live with it because he had five touchdowns. He's yeah. a rookie. Yeah, we'll you gotta it. keep that in mind. All that, yeah. yeah. I, I do. I am keeping that in mind. That's a factoid for you. you know, um, can't be a factoid. Sorry. I just want to say that. Unfortunately, they lost. The Texans lost two of their top three defensive players in uh, JJ Watt out for the season and Merciless is out for the season. Merciless uh, is out for the season. From, out for the from season. Alabama. Shoot. Yeah. That's their crazy. linebacker. Crazy. Yeah. So they Merciless. lost two of their top three players, Merciless. you know. So now their cornerstone is still there, Jadavian Clowney. So hopefully he can. He has to pick up the slack. He, he's gonna have to. Which it still. I can, mean, he did. He did last season with Watt out. It still can be. Yeah, it still oh, can be. Done. I still think they'll be a top five defense. Right. They just yeah, they're gonna need to everybody step their game up. Um. Kansas City played another great game. They're the best team in the NFL. I mean, I don't think there's really all around. I think I don't think there's really. What did, what Any did, argument there. What did Hunt do in the backfield? Uh, Cream Hunt, he had 29 carries for 107 yards. And most of, and, them, most um, of it came in the fourth quarter, though. Which he, was he, came into, he came in the fourth quarter, I think, with like 50 yards. Yeah. 50 yards. But yeah. that's that's where it's supposed to come. But um, That rookie is, man, you join your rookie, probably like 34. Yeah. Alex Smith <laughs> playing another great, another great game on his season. Like, this is a great season for him. Kareem Hunt's 22. 42? All right, got you. Alex Smith has always been great. He has not always been great. Okay, see? Okay. Segway. Stop. Let me, okay, Segway. let me say this. Let Segway me say alert. this. Segway alert. Let me say this. I have not said that I hate Alex Smith. I think he is a good quarterback. I said he is overrated. He's not a great quarterback. People hype him up too much. I say that. Because I look at a stat line like this. Before he gets going, go back to episode one and listen to that. Yes, and you'll hear what I said. That's fine. Um, Yeah, because you guys assume that I hate him, and I don't hate him. I only hate Blake Bortles. I didn't say you hate him. Your words was, I do not like Alex Smith. Yeah, I think he's overrated. You just stated that when we rewind this back, you're going to hear yourself say, I I never said I don't like Alex Smith. You're going to hear yourself say that. Whatever. I don't like him because he's the Chiefs quarterback. But... As a quarterback, he's a good quarterback and whatever. But he is overrated. He is overhyped. And I say that because this is his second game this season uh, for throwing 300 yards and three touchdowns. Right? That's baller. Right? Baller. He bought out that game. Right? Yeah, sure. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Baller. (laughs) Why are you laughing? It's just great hearing you say this. Continue. Okay. So... Two good games. Awesome. Now, Uh-oh. his 11 previous seasons combined, he's only done that two other times. How many NFC Championship games has he been in? It doesn't matter. Whoa! That does not matter. It doesn't? No. Man. How many Super Bowls has he been to? Now, this is what I'll say about Alex is Smith. I, this is what I'll say about Alex Smith. All I'm saying before, wait, before you get into that, all I'm saying is that sideline shows, just like I said, check down Charlie. When I call him check down Charlie, that, that stat line right there proves it. Because he's not, he's not doing anything. He's not, he hasn't had these baller games. He's having a baller, baller. season this year. He's right. making a, a, a claim to try to be in the MVP race. In his defense. But he's not a great quarterback. In, in his he's defense. not an elite Quarterback. In his defense, those teams that he prayed to play that 
uh, those 11 years, who was on that team offensively that were able to help him out the way that Kansas City can? That's a great question. Because at 49ers, Vernon Davis was your best receiving threat. No, I'm going to disagree. In your backfield was who? I'm going to disagree with you because have, Carlos didn't have, Hyde. Didn't they have Frank Gore at one point in time? Yes. They've had talent all and over the place. Have, but but, me? but not have, like how he's in Kansas City. Bro, pull up the rosters. Nails. I'm telling you right now, he's had talent on him. And, and, and if you're an elite quarterback, if you're a great quarterback, Nails. it doesn't matter. Look at Tom Brady. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Shoot, look at Andrew Luck when he's healthy. Don't do that. No, 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 no. That Tom, you were just saying that we can't compare Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady in that essence. You said Tom Brady Wait. hasn't been able to do it by himself. Say Mitchell Trubisky instead. What? No, because he's playing average too. He had his touchdown and the two-point conversion last night. That was good. That was nice. 2000, 2012 San Francisco roster. Give me the receivers and the running backs. Michael Crabtree, Ted Ginn, Chad Hall, A.J. Jenkins, Randy Moss, Garrett Selleck, Vernon Davis, Delani Walker. Yeah, tell me that's not Anthony a Dixon. Team. It's Frank not. Gore. What? LaMichael You're James. You're sick. I'm actually, you are sick if you I, tell me that's I, not I a I actually got my flu shot. This Randy, no, tell me to, this tell Randy, me that's not a talented squad. This Randy Moss. <laughs> come on, bro. That's, that's a talented day. squad, that's man. That was, a, that was a very, very, very... Oh. Ain't that the same Delaney Walker that's balling right now? For who? For... Delaney, the, the tight ends? The tight end? He was third string. He wasn't getting no burn for the Niners. So just because you're on the roster and you're balling right now in this day and age, does not mean he was good back then. Because we all, all three of us know at that time in 49 the only tight end you ever saw on the field, 85. If you ever saw another one, you'll see Selick in there. You would never see no Delaney Walker get burned. You'd have to play special teams. Now, that Randy, that Randy Moss that you guys got, that wasn't the same Randy Moss that played at New England. It was not. Um, Michael Crabtree. Mm, was Michael Crabtree. I'm going to disagree with that, that it wasn't the same Randy Moss. Let's he pull didn't up. have the same quarterback throwing to him. Let's pull up the numbers. Let's pull up the numbers then. Let's, we could pull up the numbers. That's exactly play. my point. We could pull up the numbers. The field. numbers aren't going to be the same it, because he had Alex Smith. Who wasn't taking any chances? Wasn't throwing the deep ball. We had Tom Brady, who was willing to let that thing go. Is that is that Alex Smith fault that his offensive coordinator and the, the office was predicated towards the run? His offensive coordinator? No, no, no. It wasn't about the run. His so, offensive coordinator was who? Who? No, I'm not talking about who his offensive coordinator was. It's Andy Reid. He wasn't taking the chances. Andy Reid is a great offensive coach. My point exactly. You see, put, Andy Reid is all about putting the ball in the air. Jim yeah. Harbaugh was his offensive coordinator for the 49ers. He's Randy all about Moss, putting it on the ground. Randy Moss came back from retirement to play for the 49ers. So is it that is he the same Randy Moss that played in New England with Tom Brady? No, he's he's coming off retirement. But we're gonna say, but we're gonna say he, it's because he had Tom Brady and Alex Smith. That's the that's the difference. I'm fresh out of retirement. I ain't played ball in how long? That's this, a this big what, this, huge this difference. What I'm gonna say about Alex Smith. Alex Smith's numbers don't start taking off until, until he gets soon. to the Kansas City Chiefs. When he's, he goes from thirteen touchdowns, he's five interceptions. Andy Reid's pass first to offense, twenty-three touchdowns, seven interceptions. He has implemented to Andy Reid's passing offense. Who was the coach of those 49er teams? Harbaugh. Harbaugh. And who is Jim Harbaugh the coach of now? Michigan. What do we know about Michigan quarterbacks since he's gotten there? I know nothing about Michigan. Because they're all game managers. 
Those are those are the types of quarterbacks. He does that not he likes. Let, he likes quarterbacks like him. And oh, and we could we could even we could, we could go even deeper. Dig it down to how Nick Saban is, or uh, what's your what's your head coach at uh, Belichick? So Belichick, if Tom Brady, when Tom Brady was not there, he's suspended, or Tom Brady gets hurt, he doesn't like these guys fling the ball. He likes to check them down or make the hand the ball off. Do anything and everything safe to keep the defense in in a, uh, always in the positive, the plus positive, to make the opposing team start below the twenty yard line. Jim Harbaugh did the same thing at Forty Nineers. That's the reason why Alex Smith ultimately lost his job to Colin Kaepernick because it was all about the run, the run, the run, the run. Put your defense was at the Forty Nineers. Their defense was great with Patrick Willis and those guys. It was a great defense. So keep it safe so the defense can win the game. Defense wins the game. Keep it safe so the defense win the game. Now he goes to Kansas City with Andy Reid. Andy Reid, if we all know about Andy Reid, how he was in Philly with Donovan McNabb, put the ball in there. It's the reason why okay. we had it's the but reason why we had Donovan McNabb talked about in the NFL MVP votings. Alex Smith is gonna be in the same thing. He's putting the ball in the air. Okay, but he still hasn't up until this year, which is my point that I've said since week one. He's had no reason to take any chances up until this point. Until now they have a a young stud who's ready to come in and ball out. And now he feels that pressure to go out there and take chances. What was I his, said that since week one. What was his numbers what was his numbers last year, Alex Smith? He had a good year, but he had a good safe year. It was safe. Fifteen touchdowns, eight picks. How many yards? Three thousand five hundred and two. Well what was his uh, what, I don't know if that's three thousand yards passing? Yeah, he didn't. He was he was definitely in his game managerial best. Three thousand yard passing is game managing. What's high for last year? It wasn't that uh, Kirk Cousins with like four thousand some odd yards. Dang near 5, so 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 the high is four thousand and game managing is three thousand. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. I need man. Can I, can I get a popcorn? Tough crowd. You sound upset, bro. Yeah, because I don't think that's fair. I think game managing is you, you, you at the the front of three thousand. You, you twenty five. You twenty nine. Twenty eight. You game managing. You go. You, you probably go. Uh, you break. I'm not even close. Drew Brees had fifty two oh eight. Drew Brees throwing the ball though, and exactly. he's not even. But, but here's the point: you're saying that it's not game managing. Can I go through the top ten? Number one, Drew Brees, 5,208 yards. Number two, Matt Ryan, 49-44. Kirk Cousins, 49-17. Aaron Rodgers, 44-28. Phillip Rivers, 43-86. Matthew Stafford, 43-27. Joe Flacco, 43-17. Andrew Luck, 42-40. Carson Palmer, 42-33. 10, Russell Wilson at 42-19. And you still don't want to say 3,000 yards is game managing when you have the top 10 and 4,000 yards plus? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that there guy. I think I think I made a valid point. I think I'm just I'm not gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. Like I said, he's having a great year. He's making a case for himself to be MVP. But I think what you're doing though is you're we're we're talking about one thing that makes a quarterback. Don't worry. I think Alex I'm coming Smith back next week with my whole clip for quarterback. This. Huh? He's a good quarterback. Who? Alex Smith. Right. He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Which is what I'm saying. I just feel like he's overhyped because people try to be like, oh, Alex Smith, best game manager in the NFL. Oh, he's great. Da, 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 da. 
Bro, Alex Smith was number 22 in the league. Come on, man. In passing yardage. Come on, man. Out of how many starting quarterback? How many teams? 32. 32. He's 22 out of 32. Cam Newton, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, Ben Roethlisberger, Sam Bradford. Cam Newton, Cam Newton right above him? Yeah. Cam Newton, Cam Newton is right above him. 3,509 yards. Is Cam Newton to check down Charlie? Cam didn't have a good year last year. That, is Cam Newton to check down Charlie? No. He had but 19, he had a bad year. That was a good year for Alex Smith. That's a difference. That's crazy. That was a bad year for Cam. He, in the, that was a good year for Alex. In the words of the illustrious Joker, here we go. But you see, but however, again, numbers don't lie. Alex Smith had 35-02 on 328 completions. Right? Cam Newton... Had 3,509 yards on 270 completions. So, therefore, no, he's not game managing. He's slinging the rock. It's just unfortunate that he went 270 for 510. What's the yards? 510 attempts. Yards yards per average. Let's see. For Cam. You got to give me a second. I got to find that. You're asking me for a lot right now. Yeah, you're doing a lot right now, B. Just try to find, just to try to find a glimmer of hope in your point. Because you guys are childish. <laughs> you can't lie with stats, bro. I, who says I'm lying? I'm not lying about those stats. You want to check the numbers. <laughs> and, and that's what we are doing. We are doing just that. While he's looking at that, I'm going to say just to go back to this Kansas City game. Uh, Travis Cameron has three yards more per pass. 13 yards for every completion. Versus Alex Smith's 10.7. And he's still checked down Charlie. Yes. If it's three Carry yards on, Buddha. more. Carry on, Buddha. We're going to let, we're gonna let the fans. Last year was a horrible year for Cam. We're going to let the fans dictate this one. That's fine. We can. Um, Travis Kelsey left the game early with a concussion or with concussion symptoms. So, I mean, he's questionable going into this week. Travis Kelsey be going too hard. That's his problem. Yeah, that's definitely a blow for Kansas City, though, because he's – one of their top guys. Isn't he their leading receiver? I believe so. Yeah. Because at this point, it seems like they're using Tyreek Hill more as just a decoy to draw the double coverage. and He's still giving you a touchdown, though. And he, oh, guaranteed. Or a kick return, which he did in this game, to seal it, pretty much. <laughs> That's so, too fast, boy. Is he? That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, he has 29 receptions, 353 yards, and two touchdowns. I was going to believe that they were going to line him up at run. I believe that Andy Reid was going to line him up at running back had not this rookie emerged. Because you can't keep him at receiver getting double coverage. You can stick him in the backfield, let that man give him a crease. Watch I lied. Tyreek Hill is their leading receiver. 25 receptions, 356 yards, and two touchdowns. He's had so many big plays, I'm not surprised. It is a big play. Um, He's Alex Smith has so many weapons. You know who's another big play guy now? Right now he's playing really happy, really confident. Tavon Austin. He lined up at running back this past weekend. He got the guy himself a touchdown. I was like, oh snap. Um, no, but another thing that's helping Kansas City just all around there uh, on offense. Um, they have so many different formations that they're running mm-hmm. in different uh, 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 schemes. And, and it's the same play. That, you know they're running. They're running like particular. Primarily, like, same plays out of different sets. Window dressing. That was great Andy Reid stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, they'll put Kelsey back at running back. 
and they then they'll have like Tyreek Hill, you know, right next to the line, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. They had a formation where Alex Smith lined up behind Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Kelsey was behind center, and then to the Kelsey right took of the him snap. was Hunt. Yeah. To the left of him was Hill, <laughs> and Kelsey took the ball and ran it down the middle. Yeah, for a first down, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, they're. The best team in the NFL. It pains me to say. Yeah, I, as, I hate as of right and now, and honestly, and I hate the Chiefs more than any other team in the NFL. As of right now, they they're near the division, right? Yeah, That's and they're like my most hated team in my division. Ladies and at least gentlemen, in my opinion, I there hate you the go. What do you think that makes a point about your thing with Alex Smith? Nope, I was giving the people no. a, a, <laughs> giving the people the point about why you hate him in your division. That's not why I, I don't hate him. I just I, I said the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, the Chiefs. 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 All right, so anything else about Sunday Night Football? Nope. Um, we could talk briefly, like, real quick about boring. Monday Night. Boring. Yeah, Monday Night Football was a boring game. Wasn't impressive on either side. Mitchell um, Trubisky. Trubisky didn't even really start Trubisky? getting anything going until the second half. I mean, at the end of the first half, the score was 3-2. to two. What did he score? 120, I mean, he had 128 yards, one touchdown? Mm-hmm. On 12 completions, 25 attempts. One pick. What is this, high school? Yeah, it was it wasn't great. And he threw a pick. Uh, they benched Bradford, who started to look like he was not feeling too good. He needs a burger. Wait, what? Sam Bradford, he's still probably weighing 170 pounds. Probably, to be honest with you. Yeah. He's not that big of a guy. So I don't have much to say about that game at all. To be honest, I don't really care to... I mean, the game just wasn't that exciting. Didn't give you much action. There There's no go. Dalvin Cook, man, so you can't really get happy about it. Yeah, Stephon Diggs seconds. left the game with an injury. See? All the all the guys you want to see. Nope. Yeah. It's no Teddy, no Stephon, no McKinnon no did okay. Yeah, he definitely did. He had a good game. Jet McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so can we move on from that? Yeah. Yes. All right, a couple things I wanted to talk about before we get into um, our picks. A few notes that I took away uh, from this week. The Jaguars have finally found the key to win games. Run, run the running back? Keep it out of Blake Bortles' hands at all costs. Blake Bortles only had 95 yards passing. This game with a, an interception, and they gave the rock to Fournette. And I mean, I think he had like 180 something yards rushing. And they they ran the ball to drown the clock. You can't you can't ignore um, Chris Ivory either. Yeah, they're rushing eight, game in general. Eight, yeah, eight attempts for 41 yards, which brings their total to what 36 attempts for uh, 200 and. 220-some-odd yards. Yeah, so they, they ran the ball to run the clock and the, to let their defense rest up. And then, you know, defense got five picks from Ben Roethlisberger. We're going to get to the Steelers in just a second. But for the Jaguars, I want to say that if they continue to do this, they'd have success. But seeing as they've put this much faith in Blake Bortles, I don't see them keeping this key to success. I see them... Tarvin Smith is a beast. I see them trying to force Blake Bortles to to throw the ball more, and that's going to spell disaster for them ultimately. Mm -hmm. But if they stick with this, because all the games that they've won so far this season has been a rush-heavy game where they didn't put the ball in Blake Bortles' hands and allow him to lose the game. And, and yeah, it doesn't allow them to lose the game. Yeah, they're... um, their two defenders are the top two in the NFL for passes defensed. 
uh, AJ Bouye and Jalen Ramsey. AJ Bouyao. Yeah, so I mean they're playing great defense. Um, going to the Steelers, something I wanted to discuss would be uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He need to call it quiz, man. So that's my ultimate question: Is Big Ben done? And to say that, I was very happy watching this game uh, because recently Ben has been very outspoken and throwing his teammates under the bus. Uh, whether it be the anthem protests, you know, where instead of everybody being on the same, as the I feel like as the quarterback, you should be the ultimate guy about your team and supporting your team and everything that has to do with your team and your players. And after the Steelers protest to save his own face, he came out in press conference and said, "Oh, I didn't. I don't agree with what the team did. I don't think we should have done that. This, that, whatever. I think that's a bad look." Um, previously during the offseason when they were talking about Martavis Bryant coming back from his suspension he talked about how Martavis Bryant needs to grow up and he needs to know how to conduct himself off the field when Roethlisberger raped somebody like 10 years ago so what gives him the right to talk about how people need to behave themselves off the field and then he talked about the whole Antonio Brown situation uh, where he kind of had his little temper tantrum off the field, you know, he kind of he kicked the Gatorade mm-hmm. bucket, or whatever, because uh, Ben didn't throw it to him, and he called um, he called him out his name and said, "Oh, he's a distraction to the team," and this, that, and the third. So you're throwing your top two receivers under the bus, throwing your whole team under the bus. So I feel like if you're that confident to do that, you should go out and ball out. No. You go out and go 33 for 55 for 312 yards, zero touchdowns, and five picks. Mind you, his offensive line kept the pocket very clean. He had plenty of time to sit back there and make a throw, and he just threw ducks all day. He threw two back-to-back pick sixes. If you see his receiving core and then what he has in the backfield, there's no way you stink up the There's no Pittsburgh. reason you, to. You can't. So, and then, after the game, he was talking to the reporters. Mind you, over the offseason, the past two offseasons in a row, he's contemplated retirement and ended up coming back. Now, after this game, he talked to the media and he was like, maybe I just don't have it anymore. Maybe I, you know, can't do what I used to do. But then, just yesterday, he's all of a sudden confident again and says, oh, I still think I'm one of the greatest of all time. Wait, what? He said that. Excuse me? He said, I think I'll go down as one of the greatest of all time. Is is post-rape? Yeah. So, how do y'all feel about Big Ben? You think he's he's done out here? Yeah, I think he's he's very close to done and I don't think he's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Mm -hmm. Now, there's, there's also speculation going on to where um, I guess if he would have retired this year, he would have owed the Steelers $18 million. And if he ends up retiring next year, he'll only owe them $12 million. Do you think that might be a reason why mm. he's playing the way he is? Because he kind of wants to be done, but he doesn't want to pay them that much money? It could play a part, but I think it's a little deeper than that. Yeah. I think he's I think he's really trying to play. 55 pass attempts is, is kind of crazy. 
I didn't even know they ran that many plays. You have 55 pass attempts, but still found a way to get Le'Veon Bell 15 rushing attempts. It's crazy. Let's <laughs> let's 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 give him a couple more carries, huh? Yeah, a couple. <laughs> That's crazy. There's no reason Le'Veon Bell is going under 25 carries a game. I think. That's crazy. That's um, crazy. Let's see what else. Oh, Adrian Peterson traded to the Cardinals. Mm, great news. Great move. Yeah, it's unfortunate. They, need they let Cardinals, go Chris. They let go Chris Johnson, but I mean, yeah, but they need they needed some some help in the backfield, especially with David. He's Johnson gonna snap. Right now. I think he's yeah. gonna snap over there. He'll get more. He'll definitely get more carries out there, especially because you know Carson Palmer's not playing his best. He's definitely on his you know last legs for sure as a, as a quarterback. So it'll, it'll help to 30, 38 and thirty four. Thirty four yeah. for Larry Fitzgerald. Thirty eight for Carson Palmer. So as, at least. Easily the NFL's oldest team. Right. So at least teams will have to respect the run now. True. You know, to this mm. open thing. It so. might turn it around because the NFC West is kind of weak right now. It is. It is. It so is open. They, they still could take it out. For sure. Um, there's a couple other NFL things I want to talk about, but we can do that after the picks. Uh, is that... Are we good to go into the picks or anything else you wanted to add? No, let's go into the picks, man. All right. So going into this week... Um, I did not do good last week, gentlemen. Oh. At all. Um, Nels, last week you went nine and five. Yikes. B, you went eight and six. Ooh. I went four and ten. Yikes. Yeah, it was a really bad week for me. So that brings the grand total. Uh, B, you are still in first place at 39 and 23. Hey, Nels at 38 and 24. And I'm at 33 and 29. So I got some ground to make up. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, but hey, it's the NFL. Anything can happen. So we'll start things off with Thursday night football. Should be a very good game. We have the 4-1 Eagles at the 4-1 Panthers. I'm looking forward to this game. Eagles and the Panthers? Eagles at the Panthers. Both teams 4-1. I think it's going to be good. I ain't going to lie to you. You know who I'm rocking with? Who? Carson the Wins. Uh, yo, he balled out this week. Hey, I used to make fun of that guy last year. Yeah. He gets busy now. Nice. Knows what you're thinking. Panthers. Knows is going Panthers. Um, you know what? I'm kind of on the on the uh, Eagles bandwagon too right now, man. They're playing great football. I'm gonna, oh, I'm they're a great the team. As well. They're a great team. That was a hard pick for me to yeah. make, but I kind of honestly, go. it could go either way. I, I could easily see it going either hey, way. Hey man, those referees are going to be against uh, against Cam Newton, man. most likely. Um, so let's see. We got the two and two Dolphins at the three and one Falcons. You always pick against the Dolphins. Falcons. Lesson in life. Where are they playing at Atlanta? Yeah. Someone calls up. Someone call up Jesus the Snowman. <laughs> Pun intended. So we're all going Falcons on that one. All right, we got Sheesh. we got the one and four Bears at the three and two Ravens. 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 Mitchell Trubisky has a dismal game. I agree. Uh, yeah, we got the zero and five Browns at the two and three Texans. I think we're all going Texans. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson throws up seven. He's got a ball out. Texans. Yeah. But look for my two Miami guys to ball that too. The David Njoku and Duke Johnson. <laughs> All right, we got the four and one Packers at the three and two Vikings. Going Packers. Pack for six. A Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that guy. All right, we got the three and two Lions at the two and two Saints. 
Lions. Lions are playing good football. They are. Mm. Was that a cooking? Mm, I'm but I'm but I'm gonna go for the Lions, but I think the Saints are gonna play really close. Yeah, I would take Saints in the upset, but I think the Lions are gonna pull this one out. Um, we got the three and two Patriots at the three and two Jets. How okay? Before we pick, how are the Jets three and two? No one's paying attention to them. Wow. No, they're playing good, and they don't like with. For and no offense, I mean they're obviously they're talented because they're in the NFL, but I'd say probably the least talented across the board as far as the whole roster goes. They're playing really well. They are playing relatively really well. They are playing relatively good football. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say is we kind of got to keep in mind that they have played Buffalo, who's good, got killed by Oakland. Yeah. Miami, yeah, Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Cleveland. Now they beat Miami twenty to six, but they've beaten Jacksonville and Cleveland by a combined six points. Mm. So, so they haven't really been. They haven't been out here dominating teams. And when they did, and when like they that. did play a good team, they got murdered. Well, which was the two games in the beginning of the season, right? Which was Oakland forty five twenty. And Buffalo beat them twenty-one to twelve. Gotcha. So I'm going to say that New England's going to take this one to the crib. Yeah, I think that's a pretty easy one. Mm-hmm. Thomas Brady, right? Thomas right. Bradington the third. All right, so we got the zero and five Forty ers looking for their first win against the two and two Redskins. And they're not going to get it. They against won't have it. They ain't going to be today. It's not going to happen. Kurt, my cousin, them got it. All right, we got the one and four Chargers at the two and three Raiders. Derek Carr will be back this week. I don't think he makes an uh, impact um, this week. Chargers. Huh? I don't think he makes an impact this week. Chargers. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'm going Raiders. I'm going go Raiders as well. Cause y'all y'all don't got Crabtree back yet. Yeah, we do. Crabtree got a touchdown this game, this week. Still going, Chargers. Okay. That's fine. That's cute. Um, we got the two and two Bucks at the two and three Cardinals. Uh, Buccaneers. This is Adrian Peterson's first game. Does he get to play? That's not college football. <laughs> he gets to play right away. Yeah. Oh, he gets to play right away. Ooh. I'm going with Cardinals. I'm gonna go with Cardinals as well. They, you know, took a bad loss against the Eagles. I think they're it's gonna be a bounce back game for them. Um, the three and two Rams at the three and two Jaguars. Rams. Um, honestly, Rams showed me that they struggle against elite defenses this week against Seattle. Ah, it's just tough for me. And it really, it's really tough for me. So we're saying Jacksonville Jaguars up there with Seattle with defense? I think, yeah. I would honestly say that. They're... Nothing's changed for that Seattle defense. Nothing's changed for that Seattle team except Marshawn Lynch. Kept the nucleus intact. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why the team looks like that. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Jacksonville on this one, to be Little honest. Rams. Okay. 
We got the three and two Steelers at the five and zero Chiefs. Chief, Chief, Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I have no faith in Ben. So, hey, Shaquan Barkley to the Seattle Seahawks. This guy, great. <laughs> oh my god. Move. Okay, we got the zero and five Giants at the three and one Broncos. The Giants lost three. They're starting three receivers, all season-ending injuries. Broncos. Whoa. Yeah. Actually, no. Not. All right. Odell. Odell's Odell. out for the season. Yeah. Marshall's out for the season. Shepard's out for a good little bit. Shepard is, yeah, week to week. They Brandon don't know. Marshall and out then, for the season? Yeah. And then their uh, third guy, Harris or something like that. Let me go. Famous, out for the season. Let me go tweet the Giants, see if they need somebody up for practice going. Yeah, so they um yeah, so they they have no receivers. Um and they have a very minimal playbook on offense. So they're gonna try to run the same exact schemes that they would run with Odell without him. And it's just not gonna work. So Yeah, so I'm easily going Broncos on this game. They have a bad offensive line, the Giants. It's just yeah. The Sunday night football Broncos are gonna murder them. Any disagreements? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. And then Monday Night Football, we have the two and three Colts at the two and three Titans. Andrew Luck will still not be back yet. Titans. Titans. I'm going Titans too. I'm hoping Mariota will be back, so they can kind of get back to form. All right. So that was the picks. Now, uh, before I get into what I wanted to talk about, I just want to say Mike Ditka is an idiot. <laughs> Great segue. He's an idiot. He's an absolute idiot because he had the quote saying, "There hasn't been any oppression in America in about a hundred years or so." What do you expect from Mike Dicka? Like, come on, dude. If you're looking at Mike Dicka for your spiritual quote, you're losing in life. If Mike Dicka is your insane to if me. Mike Dicka is your spirit animal, don't get a job outside of football. It's insane to me. Uh, yeah, I didn't even really want to talk about it too much. I just think he's an idiot. All right. Uh, what I really wanted to talk about is now on the heels of the owners standing with the players for their right to protest and their right to do this and that. Now they're about to have a meeting to discuss making a rule for the teams to have to stand for the anthem. So it's really cute that they had their photo op that they wanted to show that they stand with their players, but now they're going to make it a rule to where they cannot. Now, technically it is already in the rule book and teams just hadn't been enforcing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry Jones has stated now, um, if I can read this little excerpt real quick, do you guys mind? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said Sunday, players who don't stand for the anthem won't play. Uh, he referenced the NFL's operations manual, which notes players should stand at attention during the song, but doesn't provide specific penalties for failure to comply with the rule. Uh, and then in quotes, Jerry said, the game ops manual has an ambiguity being used for those who don't want to enforce it. The word should stand for the anthem is their ambiguity. Uh, ambiguity? Is that what I meant to say? Am- mm-hmm. Ambiguity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all know what I meant. Uh, but how can it be ambiguous when it cites the potential penalties of fines, suspension, or loss of draft picks for falling to for failing to adhere, um, and that prompted Donald Trump to tweet, you know, basically shout out to Jerry Jones mm. for his homeboy. Yeah, 
So, I mean, I think we all kind of saw something like this coming. Uh, you know, they put on that facade for a week that they stood with their players. I didn't realize that Miami Dolphins already have something implemented to by uh, Adam Gase to where if players want to protest, they have to either stay in the tunnel for the anthem or stay in the locker room. They can't be out on the field. Shout out to the Miami Dolphins for getting something right, damn it. They did. I mean, it's not everything you're looking for, but it's yeah. something. It's, it is. It's, something. it's not a full sellout. That's not, not, it's not saying, hey, we're going to penalize you for not do, for right. wanting to stand for something. You guys I'm, get the option to do it if you want to. I'm not shocked by any of this. And Goodell's trying to save face for the owners, basically saying, oh, what we'll do, we'll start highlighting more of the things that, that players are doing in their communities and stuff like that. And The NFL got this all wrong, man. All wrong. It's just all wrong every way you look at it. NFL just messed this one up, man. I don't know. And they don't; these owners don't care to fix this at any time soon. Yeah, I just thought it was—I just thought it was funny how it, was, it hasn't even been three weeks since this thing happened, and all of a sudden, because remember, remember this. Remember this part. I'm going to—I'm hit you with a little factoid because I'm on my nail speed vibe right now. I got factoids going. Um, Losing money, losing money is ultimately like the biggest thing to these owners. They don't want to lose money. And Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys, that organization is worth $4.8 billion. Yeah. I ain't going to try to lose money, so I'm going to go ahead and threaten anybody who's trying to hurt me from losing money. That's Thank it. Much. Sure. Um, and then, is there, anything, no, is there anything you wanted to add to that? Or? Um... I I'm not shocked by the by the owners doing that. The GMs probably have their back. At the end of the day, it's it's a business, yeah. and we got to do what we got to do to perpetuate the business model of our respective organizations. It's wrong, absolutely, and it's at a sacrifice for those who are oppressed. So I absolutely don't agree with it. I absolutely feel like they're turning their backs on the same players who are bringing them that revenue. However, they probably feel killing confident. themselves on the field. Let's not forget that. Right, and they probably feel like they can replace those players with scrubs or scabs or whatever they call them. But I mean, at the same time, like these players are literally the backbone of this league. So you know, for you to be turning your back on a player just shows you know the type of organizations that that we are all dealing with, and it just mm-hmm. further proves the point that as a people, the minority is just not looked upon with the respect that they deserve, period, point blank. More in particular, black athletes. I don't want to make it a black thing, but I mean the majority of the athletes in the NFL are black. It's like, Major- yeah, it's like 76% or something like the that. The majority of the guys who are protesting are black. The majority of the issues that they're speaking about are strictly black issues. Will I say that other minorities don't deal with it? No, I'm not going to say that. However, on a regular basis, I can guarantee you that most of those issues are black issues. So, you know, it, it, we, we know who they're turning their back on. And it's just, it's, just un, it's just a sad, sad thing. And I just hope that the NBA doesn't follow suit, which I think they will. And, and you know, the, that disappoints me a little bit because the NBA has always been big on this black history thing with the sneakers and all that. But it just seems like it's just more merchandising for them. So, I mean, you know. As somebody who tries to look at it from a logical perspective, it makes sense. However, emotionally, it's just not something that sits right with you. 
period, point blank. And and we can talk about it all day if we want. It's not going to change nothing. The owners are who they are, period, point blank. Well said. Um, last thing I really wanted to bring up was Cam Newton. Um, now, Cam Newton has been under fire this week for uh, comments he made uh, during his press conference where a female reporter was basically asking about uh, the routes that, I don't know if it was Funches or... Yeah, Devin Funches. Yeah, Funches was running and everything like that, and she was emphasizing just the routes and everything. How he looked aggressive running his routes right. this year and, and such. And uh, Cam said that he found it funny, a female asking about routes. Mm-hmm. Now, was it a sexist comment? Absolutely. This is 2017. A lot of women watch sports. A lot That's of women not what I'm going to say. But, but I'm going to let you go ahead and finish. But what I will say is I don't feel like it, he has warranted, it's warranted basically them dragging him through the fire. I feel like what he said, okay, may have rubbed some people the wrong way or whatever, but I personally don't think he was trying to be disrespectful when he said it I think it was kind of more of he was the question was unexpected of him to hear um I attribute it to if a bunch of women were having a conversation about ballet and a big swole dude comes in macho guy and he starts asking about the technicality of her pirouettes she might find that funny because it just doesn't seem like they would know about that kind of stuff. Is it sexist? Yeah, but I mean, let's be honest. Football has always been a man's sport, quote unquote. Women don't play the game or at least don't play it at a professional level. So was it sexist? Yes. Could have been said differently or not said at all. Yes, but I don't think he deserves losing his sponsorship and get just basically getting shitted on by everybody sorry for the language <laughs> spicy now for me I'm gonna say I don't think it was a sexist comment because I don't think that he meant it he meant it in the the, the manner in which everybody's taking it from it um, I understand from his point of view as a former athlete that the word shock uh, uh, it's funny I mean I'm sorry the word funny how it, it can be seen by people but I think what he was saying or what he meant to say of how he said it was that it's crazy or shocking to hear a a female or woman whatever you want whatever you want to break it down to because me and Nell spoke about this beforehand too um, it's shocking to hear a a, uh, a woman break it down in that such great detail of the sport that we play because you know it's a it's a man's sport we don't have a women's league of of national football team whatever like that um, but I think they people reached way too far for this and the cutting down of Cam Newton continues in the NFL every turn that he gets every time he does something whether it be the smallest thing in the world they blow it out of to to whatever, and they always tell him he needs to grow up, he needs to do this, he needs. That man's successful, man. I'm not saying that he's 
he's supposed to act like an arrogant jock or whatever like that because I don't think he is. I think he's just a successful dude that they just don't want to see him win. Um, we could dive deeper into things if we wanted to, but no, I'm not. I'm going to say that I don't think it was sexist. I don't think anything he said was wrong. That what he said was come coming out of practice, out of plethora of interviews to your your last interview that's going to go on the cutting room floor of ESPN. So it's the first thing that jumped in your head when you're trying to get out of there. And unfortunately, people take it as him being sexist when he's actually, I think it's funny that, it's funny meaning shocking. Not funny meaning no woman should ever be allowed to right. say anything about uh, football, football in detail like that. I uh, personally feel that one, he said a trigger word. I think the fact that he said female got a lot of women out there upset. I don't think there was anything wrong with what he said in context. Um, can I see somebody putting that out there as sexist? Yeah, yeah, I can't see somebody putting it out there as sexist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I get that. It's all about how it's received, I guess. Right, correct. However, I don't want to hear anything from too many people because the last time I checked, the person who's supposed to be the leader of our country is the same person that was on the bus saying he just want to go over there and grab her by the blankety blank blank blank, and we still voted him on. And now he's literally the quote-unquote leader of the free world. So it's just crazy to me that we have to hold Cam Newton to a higher standard than the president of the United States. Mm. That's just crazy to me. I, I don't I don't think I need to extend my conversation much further than that. No. If, if the starting quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, an organization that has yet to win a Super Bowl, an organization that has been to two Super Bowls and lost... The starting quarterback of that organization has to sit here and carry himself to a higher standard than the president of the United States of America. Come on, man. We're doing something wrong. We're doing something completely wrong. Focused on the wrong things. That we are. But, yeah. I don't really have anything else to talk about, guys. No. Well, before I finish, I just want to make a mention to... The uh, Major League Baseball playoffs. My Red Sox are officially out. They lost 3 1 to the Houston Astros. As of right now, the Astros and the Dodgers have punched their ticket into the um, American League Championship Series and the National League Championship Series, um, respectfully. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I think those are the two teams that are going to meet in the World Series is the Astros and the Dodgers. Those are the two deeper teams in the. Uh, in the majors right now um, I'll wait until further on to see who I think is going to win the World Series um, so that's that's something interesting to keep an eye on furthermore um, I also wanted to address that uh, the United States men's soccer team has been well they failed to qualify for the World Cup for the first time in 1986 which is major news it's just a, just a, a sad reality that we're trash. You know, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and soccer, what people don't realize is soccer is the world sport. Soccer does encompass a lot of different situations and feelings, and we're just not there, unfortunately. Hey, can y'all imagine if they started playing American football all over the world? We got a drug test. We would destroy everybody. Yeah, but with the owners. Be mad at us if we protested. 
That's that, man. That's all I really got. All right. Well, you know, as always, if you guys have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, feedback, you can hit us up at ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at balls underscore podcast. Oh, yeah, you ballaholics. You know what time it is. Shoot us a follow. Hey, you know, share this episode with your friends. Post it on your social media. Let's get more eyes on this. We're trying to get on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it now. You know, we're trying to make these moves. So just support us. We can't do it without you guys. We appreciate you guys listening every week as we get this thing up and running. And uh, yeah. Hey, before I exit. Shout out to the Minnesota Vikings with that duck duck goose touchdown celebration last night. Yeah, that was a nice celebration. They played it wrong though, because you said goose and they offed it up. Yeah. They should have let him chase him around for a minute first. Yeah. They got up, but Shut it's up. all good. NFL got something right. They let they the celebrations back. go on. Yeah, I'm so happy the celebrations are back. Man. They make me happy. Is Madden up to date with them? I haven't been playing Madden since Nah, then. not really. I mean, they always do a couple, but did you see um Buddy from the Chiefs when he scored his touchdown? He got an end zone. He was acting like a girl in the club. He was just like, mm-hmm. I see you, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I need a compilation. I'm always funking. If you know the comp, if you have a compilation of the of the touchdown celebrations on YouTube, send us the link. He, he was acting like a little thotty. That's lit, man. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Once again, I think we're out. I think it's a wrap for this episode. Episode five in the books. Hey. Another one. I'll let y'all next week. Yes, sir. Yeah.